Hello everyone and welcome back to Happy Human Club. I'm Soph Mosca. I'm the host of this podcast. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And I honestly didn't think we were going to have a podcast episode this week because I would have been at training to become a spin instructor, but um, I honestly really don't want to talk about it much on here, but if you guys are curious as to why I'm not there, go ahead and watch my most recent vlog. It was the vlog where I vlogged like you guys were on my private story, which fun fact, I don't even have a private story, (laughs) but yeah, so basically, ugh, I really don't feel like explaining it. I explain it in like the very beginning of that video. I'm not like just saying that so that you guys will go and watch, but you can go like the first few minutes is when I talk about it. But basically, I was just having a really hard time managing my blood sugar during the training and decided it was not not my place. So I went home early after the first day after a mental breakdown and um have ended up having a couple of days to myself which was unexpected because so I was supposed to be there Wednesday through Friday and then Saturday morning early um and the training wasn't until like didn't stop until like 6 30 p.m and then I had to drive like two hours home from Orlando and then the next morning 
like Saturday morning, I'm going to West Palm because this weekend is one of my best friend Bree's birthday and I'm going to be there till Monday. So I dropped Augie off at a sitter Tuesday night because he was going to be there Tuesday night through Monday. And I left the training early and considered going and picking him up, but it would have been for like 24 hours and he hates the car or gets really sick in the car. So I was like, it's just such a, that'd be so stupid and just like so much on him. So I've ended, I've had the last two days, Thursday and today's Friday completely to myself and my God, do I miss that little sucker, but it has been nice to like have a legit complete break. It has felt really good. I've been really, really productive and I don't know. It just felt good to like have a second. And I feel like a mom who like sends their kid to daycare for the first time. Like I miss the absolute crap out of him, but it does feel good to like breathe for a sec. And it's starting to make me realize, I think I owe it to myself to maybe put him in daycare a couple times a week. Like just so that I, for my own sanity, like have a couple days during the week where I just like can have my time and like not be worried about him all the time because I'm a big worrier about him you guys know so I don't know something I'm considering but I can't wait to freaking squeeze him it's only Friday I don't see him till Monday but I miss that little boy anywho hi welcome to this episode before I jump in I just want to shout out my socials for a sec so you guys can follow me at Mosca on every platform except snapchats s-o-p-h-e rrr and i'm trying to get that changed but somebody has at sof mosca on snapchat so if you are at sof mosca and you're listening can you change your username because i really want it (laughs) i'm like working on it through snapchat but it like is a process so we'll see if i get it but those are my socials and you guys are definitely gonna want to follow me because i have some things in the works some projects some new content type things just a lot of fun stuff in the works as always so make sure you guys are following me on everywhere else especially snapchat i've been probably the most active on snapchat out of every platform like i kind of spam snapchat so definitely go and follow me on there but uh today i have a few questions from you guys a while back i asked for questions on my instagram story and i'm just getting around to recording this And so I, it's been, let's see, last, or was this this past Monday? Maybe it was just this past Monday, but it feels like it was so long ago, but I screenshotted um, a few, a handful of questions and I haven't looked at them since. I don't even remember what they are. I haven't thought about my answers. So we're going to on the spot answer some of these questions from you guys. But again, this is a reason why you should follow me on my other social media so that you can participate in things like this. But I'm pretty sure I screenshotted like a whole range of questions. Like it's not specific to anything. So buckle up, grab a little coffee for listening to this in the morning, or maybe an afternoon pick me up. I'm having my afternoon pick me up. It's literally 4 p.m. and I'm having a cold brew, but I was just craving one. I think I want to go for like a long walk somewhere after I finish recording this. So we shall see if I end up doing that because I feel like I always say that and then (laughs) never do it. But uh, yeah, okay. Let's just hop right in. The first question is, where are the majority of your clothes from slash your favorite clothing brands? So whenever I'm looking for clothes, like I just want to be comfy and that results in me not having the most like 
insane jaw-dropping style but if it's one thing like one thing about me is that I'm gonna be comfortable even like if I'm gonna wear something crazy and cute like it it has to be at least somewhat comfortable or else I'm miserable like actually fun fact I'm like a very like mm, what's the word like finicky person whoa you guys that was weird (laughs) you're gonna think i'm fucking crazy but i saw this i'm like very like i'm like convinced i'm a witch all this crazy stuff okay anyways i had a video call my for you page and it was this lady and she was like she's like a what is she like a um basically she gives you a word or a thing or a person or a place or whatever. And she gives it to you and she's like, you're going to see this word. You're going to like have this word or whatever, but just wait to see how it plays out. But this word is going to appear in your life, stuff like that. And this was like two weeks ago and the word was finicky. I've never fucking used the word finicky before in my life. That was fucking wild. Okay. That just like popped out of my mouth. That means I'm on the right path. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm like a Vinny, very, Vinny, very finicky person. Like when I was little, there could not be a tag in my shirt. Like if there was a tag, I made my mom cut it out. I, <laughs> my parents still quote it. Cause I'd always be like tag tag. Like I would just be like, tag, get the tag out. Um, like I refused. I could not wear anything that had the tag in it still. And like, I can't wear that specific Sherpa fabric that like my skin gets caught on or like my cuticles get caught on. I can't wear that. Um, if anything's like tight around my neck, I can't do that. If anything's tight around my arms, I can't do that. If anything's too tight around my ribs, I can't do that. Like I'm very like picky and it goes with like just why I like to be comfortable because if it's pulling or pushing or tugging or restricting in any way, I like, I can't do it. I can't think about anything else other than that. So that is what is the basis of the clothes I look for and the brands I shop at. So I would say where I get the majority of my clothes are Aritzia, Aloe, Airy, um, Lululemon, but that's mostly workout. Like I don't really wear Lululemon like out and about, but that's workout. So Airy, Aritzia, um, Aloe, where else? Revolve uh Abercrombie I would say those are my brands that I shop at jeans is almost always Abercrombie they're flattering they're comfortable they stretch but they don't loosen the amazing shorts and jeans any denim comes from Abercrombie almost always or else I don't like it as much I always like Abercrombie more even if I have a pair of denim shorts or jeans whatever from somewhere else and I wear them I promise you they are not as comfortable as Abercrombie And then aloe, I really like for like sweatpants and comfies, like cute comfies. And then Aritzia, I like for basics, like t-shirts and tank tops and things like that. I also, I know I'm like kind of old for it, but I also really genuinely do like brandy. I think their stuff is very, 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 very comfortable. I think it's relatively affordable in comparison to other brands and it's cute. Like, I'm sorry, but it's cute. (laughs) So yeah, I would say... That is my answer to that question. The next question, which is probably one of my most asked questions, like across all 
platforms is what do you ask for when you get your hair done? So I'm going to give a quick shout out. <laughs> My hairdresser is at hair by Kaylee B K A L E I G H. Um, on Instagram and TikTok, she's in Nashua, New Hampshire. And I literally like, I go home to New Hampshire every few months to get my hair done by her because she is the best ever. Like so incredibly talented. She's been doing my hair for years. I moved to Florida. I had one person in Florida do my hair once and they destroyed my hair, ruined it. And I will never (laughs) switch hairdressers again and of course now I don't even dye my hair I get I also it's like people who don't know me they ask what color I ask for when I get my hair dyed my hair is all my natural color now it's all virgin hair um so I can't really help you there but you know it's so funny so like if you guys have been following me for a long time you'll know that I was blonde for a few years um from probably like well I started putting blonde in my hair in like 2017 and I stopped dyeing my hair in 2021 but all through then I was at least putting some sort of blonde in my hair and my mom would always say like people pay so much money for a brown like your hair and I was like I don't care like I want to be everyone was doing balayage and everyone was blonde and you know it was just like the thing and my mom would always be like, people pay money for your brown hair. Like your brown hair is so beautiful. And I just never understood it. And now that I have my brown hair again, I'm realizing like one, I look so much more me with it. And two, like I really do have a very pretty brown color in my hair. Like it's very, it has a lot of dimension to it naturally because it has like red in it. And it's also, it has blonde in it from like being out in the sun. And it's like a very dimensional brown. And I took it for granted and just dyed it and ruined it. But this is your sign to go back to your natural color. Not that I'm, if you get your hair done, like no hate, that's freaking awesome. But if you're only doing it because you feel like you have to, like I promise you, your natural hair is freaking beautiful. But anyways, what do I ask for? So nowadays I just go in and I say, trim it up, get rid of all the dead ends, make it healthy and just long layers with face framing. And that this is what I get. So we do like, technically we do curtain bangs, but we don't go like super short. We go like a little bit above chin length whenever I get them done. And just lots and lots of layers. I just, as a reference, cause I, it's just like haircuts are tricky. Cause if you have super coarse hair and you go in and ask for the haircut, if, or if you have like super thin hair and you go in and ask for the haircut, like it's going to look different on everybody. But I have very... I have a lot of fine hair. So like each individual strand is like very fine, but I have a lot of it. So that's like my hair type, um, just as a reference. So, and it's like, not that I don't think, I guess it kind of matters, but I have like definitely not curly hair, but like there's a wave to my hair, but it's getting straighter as it's getting healthier. So I don't know, like when it was more damaged, it was curlier. But I did, like when I was a baby, had like curls. And then obviously, as you get older, your hair changes. And my hair was like how it is now. And then I started dyeing it. And then it was like really curly. And now it's like back to how it was when I was like in high school. So I think this is like how my hair really is when it's like healthy and everything. 
don't know. I'm going on a tangent. I asked for long layers and face framing. <laughs> okay. Next question is favorite tradition you had growing up. Love you. Love you more. I love this question because I really like, I really cherish the traditions that I had and I hold them very close to me and always took them very seriously. Like if that was what we did every year or every week or whatever, we did it. And if it's straight away from that, like I'd be so pissed off. Like I remember when we first stopped doing like me and my two siblings doing stockings up on my parents' bed and then going downstairs and opening presents on Christmas. When we stopped doing that, I was like so butthurt. Like I was like, we, we were fully grown, but I was the youngest by kind of a lot. And so I wasn't quite ready for it to stop, but we were grown enough and I was so pissed off when we stopped doing that because <laughs> like that, it was Christmas. That's what we do. And obviously things change as you get older, but like, I just took those traditions so seriously and I'm trying to think of like others that aren't my favorite. Cause I'm going to talk about my favorite. Oh, okay. Like on Easter, my dad goes out and hides the Easter eggs and me and my sister, I don't know if my brother like ever participated, but I have no memories of him. He's a lot, he's 10 years older than me. So if he did participate, I probably was pretty young. I'm sure he did at some point, but I always just remember me and my sister doing it. And, uh, my dad goes and hides the eggs and me and my sister go and find them. And like, that's just like a tradition. We, we still do it. Like, and I take it, I still take it so seriously. Like I'm going to win. I'm going to find all the eggs, just things like that. Um, but I have to say that my favorite tradition by far is every Friday night, my family gets pizza and for a while there when times were tough and money was tight because I don't talk about it a lot and I don't go into detail mostly because it's like it is my life and my story and my past but it's also not this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe dive into the western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada you can shop for everything on your agenda whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Really like my, my story to tell because it, it, it's kind of like me going and being like, oh, like I didn't have this, I didn't have that. This was my situation. This was like, that just feels like almost like a diss to my parents because like they did what they could and they did their best and like I'm not gonna sit here and like talk shit on what they did or how they provided you know because they did their best but I will say that there was a lot of times when money was tight and things were hard um and I was very aware of that as a kid but even when money was tight we still had pizza in one way or another like we would make it or you know we'd get it at like a cheaper place or whatever it was. We always 
got pizza on Friday nights or made pizza on Friday nights, whatever it was, we had pizza on Friday nights and I would look forward to it like all week. Like it'd be Friday. I'm like, Oh, I can't wait. Like it's pizza night. And I never was much of like a go out person. Like if I hung out with friends, they almost always came over and stuff. So like I knew I'd go home from school on Fridays and I'd be home and I'd be cozy in my jammies and I'd eat pizza and probably watch a show or whatever. And I just cherished it so much. Like I just loved pizza on Friday night. Like it's, it's pizza night. And I actually don't do that now. Um, I didn't, I haven't carried it into my adulthood, but I'm sitting here like, why don't I do that? Like, that would be so fun. So maybe I will start bringing that. Oh my God, it's Friday. Maybe I should order a pizza. (laughs) Oh, maybe I will get Blaze actually. Blaze sounds really good. But yeah, I would have to say that's my favorite tradition for sure. The next question is top three pet peeves. Number one, this one is always there at the forefront of this question if pet peeves or biggest ick or biggest turnoff, any of those questions, my answer is always arrogance. You've heard me say it before. I hate arrogance. Confidence is hot. Arrogance is not. Arrogance is repulsive. I can't even look at you if you're going to be arrogant. Like I literally want to actually vomit. It irks me to no end. There's like, this happened recently. I was overhearing a conversation about somebody they were talking about how they are a dancer and um they probably mentioned that they were a dancer like probably four or five times in like one sentence and then proceeded to say yeah and like I have 700,000 followers on TikTok and blah 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 going into detail about how awesome and famous and they're a dancer and they're famous and they're a dancer and they're famous And I'm like, I'm overhearing and I'm like, you sound fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Respectfully, you're not that fucking cool. And like, I'm not even being a hater. Like I'm hating on you because of the way you're talking, but I'm not even a hater. Like that's awesome that you're a dancer. That's awesome that you have a following on social media. I hate how you're talking right now. Like grow up, literally take a seat. You're not that cool. Like, it just bothers me when people are just like, above all else, they're the greatest, they're the best. I'm just like, God, you're so gross. Like, it's just so gross to me. So that's definitely my first one. Um, I also really, really don't like when people question everything you do. So like, if you're like, if they're like, oh, what are you having for lunch? I'm like, oh, I'm having tuna salad. They're like, why do you like tuna? I'm like, I just like tuna. I I don't know. I just like it. And they're like, well, why do you put salt on it? And I'm like, because I like salt on it. And they're like, why? What what does salt do for you? Why do you like salt? Isn't that kind of gross? Why do you like salt? I'm like, I just like salt. And then I put hot sauce in it. And they're like, why do you like hot sauce? I'm like, I, I just, <laughs> I just like it. People that always are like, why, 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 why about me and my decisions. I'm just like, why do you care so much? Like, it's not even like they're trying to make conversation or they're like, Oh, like what else do you put in it? Or what does that do? That doesn't bother me. It's when they're like, why do you do that? Why? Why? And it's almost like it's, they're like talking down to me. They're like, why, why do you like questioning me doubting? I don't even know that just gets on my nerves a lot. 
And then this kind of goes along with it, but I really don't like when people point things out that are obvious. So for example, like when somebody's face turns red because they're embarrassed or they're laughing hard or whatever, and somebody goes, oh, your face is so red. I hate that. Like they know it's red. They know it's red. You don't have to tell them. It's just going to make them more embarrassed. I hate that. Or I hate when like, I hate when someone like does something and someone points it out. Like if you trip and you try to just like, you know, play it off and someone's like, oh, did you just trip? It's like, did you really have to call attention to that? Did you really have to? I don't know. It just really irks me when people like point out things that someone maybe might be embarrassed about or I don't know. Maybe it's a personal thing because I get really offended, but I just really, those are my three pet peeves and they, and I'm, I'm very passionate about that too. <laughs> okay. Next question is, what do you think makes you a better lover or partner now than before? I really, 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 really like this question because I think about this a lot um, because I see a lot of changes within myself as a like lover partner in the dating scene. So I, I learned a lot through my last relationship through like, because of the breakup while in the relationship though, I learned a lot from my partner of the time. And I, I have to give her credit for that because although things ended really crazy and I was treated really poorly and things really went awry, I can't sit here and say that I was not treated well during the relationship. And I learned a lot through how I was treated and I have taken the things that made me feel really good or that I really appreciated about the other person or that I felt really supported when they did that to me. I've now taken those and adopted them as my own and carried them into the dating scene. And I just find that I'm a lot more understanding and also a lot more secure within myself which is huge because then I am able to trust more and be more empathetic and understanding. Sorry, my Omnipod's expiring. Um, And overall, I just think the things that make me better are my ability to um, like not react to things, but be very like, if there's a thought or an issue, I don't put my guard up. I, I I just feel like I've gotten really good at communicating and at expressing how I feel respectfully and understanding other sides and other points of view. And I also think because I have spent so much time working on myself and because I feel so secure within myself and happy within myself and supported within myself, I feel like I'm able to be a very, very giving partner. Whereas before, I think that I was so lost within myself and codependent that I wasn't able to give my, give to my fullest or give 
to my highest potential. And now I feel like I am, and I feel like I am able to go into the dating scene very sound-minded and level-headed. And because of that, um, I have found that I don't know. I think I am just able to feel more secure. I'm, I'm an anxiously attached person and I think I've gotten really good at managing my anxiety about relationships and attachment. And because of that, I feel that I'm able to provide more as a partner while still providing to myself and showing up for myself. Next question. I also get this one a lot. It's favorite tattoo that you have. I love my shark. My shark is always my favorite. I think he's so cute. He's my favorite ever. Love my shark. Short answer. Next question is, how do you explain you have a chronic illness to someone you just met? So I actually don't. Like I usually don't drop it in the conversation until they ask. So I'll kind of just like go about my day. Um, If I'm eating with them like I'll just take my insulin and not say anything about it and I mean they almost always ask and additionally like I wear the I wear visible medical devices so they like people are pretty aware pretty quickly that there's something and most of the time people will ask um and then I will say like oh I'm a type 1 diabetic and I'll just leave it there unless they ask more because I've found that the bigger of a deal I make it, the bigger of a deal they make it. But if I play it cool, they will too. So like if I go in and I'm like, and say we're getting like dinner or something, it's like a new person. And I'm like, oh, like, by the way, I'm a type one diabetic. I'm going to take insulin. I'm going to like, just cause my blood sugar could go high. And if it goes high, like that's bad. And then, but I don't want to take too much. Cause and if I'm like explaining it all, They're going to be like, whoa, like, are you good? Like, that's crazy. And like, yeah, it is a crazy disease. And like, there is a lot that goes into it. But like, it's not like, I don't know. I don't think like in my head, it's not like, ah, because I live it every day. But when I first learned about it, when I first got diagnosed, like it was like, ah, in my head. And when a new person finds out about it, they see it like, oh, what the, like, that's a lot. But I found that if I just play it cool, they will too. Like, they're like, oh, okay. Or like, dang, okay. Like, that's a lot. Okay. But they're not like, they're not worried and I'm not worried and we can just have a fun time. Like I got it covered. I don't need somebody else worrying too. So how do I explain it? I don't. And if I do, I just very simply, I'm like, oh, I'm a type one diabetic. If they're like, what does that mean? I'm like, it's not immune disease. Basically I don't produce any insulin. My pancreas is broken. And I leave it there unless we form a stronger connection and then you can learn more about it. But you don't need to know the ins and outs. Like I don't need your help. So you don't, I don't need your help and I don't need you there for safety or I don't need you to know what, what to do just in case, like until you become somebody that's going to be the person that's just in case you don't need to know any more than surface level. You know, it's not, not their business. It's like you might mention to someone like, Oh, I have my period, but you're not going to be like, oh, my period is really heavy today and and the blood is this color and I'm wearing this type of tampon. And like, you would do that for someone that's like, you know, really close to you. But like, you don't need to go into depth with everyone. And it's like the same idea. Weird analogy, 
but same idea. Okay, next question is, what are your big three? So I am a Gemini. My rising is Aries and my moon is in Capricorn. Do with that as you wish. I'm not super into astrology. I wish I was. I'm not. I don't really know what any of it means, but I do know that people are always like, you're a Gemini? And then they're like, you don't act like a Gemini. And then they're like, what's your rising? And I'm like, Aries. And they're like, oh, that makes sense. (laughs) So whatever that means. (laughs) Okay, next question is, something you want to buy but can't justify paying the amount of money for? Easiest answer ever. I want a Range Rover so bad. I can't justify the money. I can't do it. I've gone car shopping for them multiple times. And every time I'm like, why the fuck? That's so expensive. Like, it's just so stupid to me. Um, Maybe one day. Maybe one day. But not now. Not anytime soon. Next question is, what are you most afraid of losing? And I am petrified of losing my health. And I've always been petrified of that, actually. I'm scared of dying, but I've kind of learned through like therapy and stuff that it's not so much dying. It's more like illness and suffering and pain that I'm afraid of. And I have always been very cautious about exercise and what I eat and putting on sunscreen and not, you know, having all these harmful chemicals and ingesting this and that and like it's always been in my mind and then whenever I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes it kind of intensified because in a sense my health was taken from me I know I'm able to like live and have a life and be healthy like aside from the diabetes like in a sense my health was taken from me And there's nothing that I fear more than losing it entirely, like becoming bedridden or hospital or something far more um, consuming. I'm very afraid of that. So I'm afraid of losing my health because I heard somebody say once, it was actually the mother of a type 1 diabetic, um, and the mother was kind of scolding the type 1 diabetic because she had been really irresponsible caring for herself. And the mom said, um, if you don't have your health, you have nothing. And that has stuck with me because that is so true. Uh, you need your health to live a life, to be happy, to be successful, to wake up. You need your health. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm very afraid of losing that freedom of being a healthy person. Okay. Next question is what is your relationship like with your parents? And this is not something that I ever talk about. Again, it's like out of respect for my parents. Um, and also because I know that they watch and listen to my stuff. Uh, But what I will say is that I don't think I'm super close with either of my parents. Um, My dad, I have this really strange dynamic with where I like can't look at him without getting sad. (laughs) I can't even think about it, but 
uh, for some reason, starting when I was like eight, I just like convinced, I convinced myself that he was like this old man (laughs) and like, sure he's older now, but like back then he was like not old. He was like, I don't know what, like 50 something because I, my parents are older. Like, as I mentioned, my, my siblings are older. They were older ish when they had me. And so I, I just like starting from a really young age, just like thought of my dad as this like old man. (laughs) And I have always been so afraid of losing him because I was convinced that he was this old man. And I just like get so sad (laughs) thinking about him because I still see him like that. But now he actually is getting older and he has had health scares and like he, I think, I don't know. He definitely like him and I butt heads for sure growing up, but for the most part, like he was like just kind of there and there to listen. And he was, I don't know. He was just always there, always sitting there on the couch, always there. And just like the comfort of his presence is like what he always was. And if I ever like couldn't do a sleepover or some stupid frat boy broke my heart and I needed to come home from college, like whatever it was, like he'd drive and get me at 2 a.m. Like he was that parent. And I just see him as this like fragile little thing. And he makes me, it makes me sad. (laughs) So I, I have this like weird wall up with him because I'm like, I just am scared to lose him. And so I live my life like being cautious. I don't even know. I literally, it's the weird, it's like in my own head, but it like prevents me from like being close with him. Cause I'm like, I can't. Cause if I lose him, like, I don't even know. It's so weird. Um, but that's my dad, but he's amazing and like really supportive and a really good listener. And Um, like whenever I first came out, he immediately texted me and was just like, whatever makes you happy. Like I could, he, he just throughout any decision in life was always like, if it makes you happy, do it. And like supported me. Um, my mom and I, I think are very similar. (laughs) And because of that, um, continuously butt heads to this day, um, Also, I um, have this thing in general, not just with my mom, in general, like in life, really hate when people are um, like, I actually, I kind of mentioned it. It's a pet peeve of mine. I don't like when people are questioning me a lot about my decisions. Um, And my mom does that and it's because she cares. It's because she wants to know more. But my brain gets annoyed by it, which is something I'm still working on. Um, but my mom is like the person I, I call if I need help. She's that parent. Like something breaks. I have a question about insurance, whatever it is. Like I call her to ask. Um, she's like the smart one. She's the one that like knows everything. Um, 
but I wish my mom and I were closer. I think there's just some things that I don't feel comfortable like talking about on the pod that stand in the way, but, um, I'm like working on it. It's like an, it's a lot of it's internal again. Like I just have this wall up with my parents and I, I don't know if it's just things that happen in childhood or what, but I really don't want it there. I really don't want those walls, but they're there. Um, so I wouldn't say that I'm close with either of my parents, um, but I love them and I appreciate them for who they are. Um, but I also would be lying if I felt, if I, I would be lying if I said that I didn't feel like I am able to spread my wings more when they're not so closely involved in my life, if that makes sense. I, I just think that I feel a little bit more at peace from a distance. Um, last question. Last question that I'm going to do because I get a lot of questions about this from other type 1 diabetics is what is your go-to alcoholic bevy? So I'm not a huge drinker, but I will drink um, socially with friends once in a while. And I, so something I learned is that a lot of mixed drinks um, taste the same without sugar. So a mojito, for example, tastes the same without sugar. It's just like tangy. Like it tastes like lemonade. It's good. Same with a marg. A marg with no sugar is really good. Like it's, it tastes the same. It's just like tangy and delicious. So if I'm going to get like a mixed drink, it's like at like a restaurant or something, it's going to be a mojito or a marg with no sugar. And sometimes I'll add stevia if they have it, but I, I like it without anything. And that's not even just like me trying to be like, it's good. Like I promise, like it, it's genuinely good. Um, and then if I'm at like a bar and I want to mix drink, which I normally don't do, but I'll just get a vodka, uh, soda, like seltzer water and vodka and add lime, but like, don't get me wrong. Like that's ass. Um, so normally at a bar or something, I order just a seltzer because most seltzers are like two or three carbs. So my go-to's in general are like seltzers or shots. I perf I actually my favorite alcohol is actually rum, but I'll do vodka. I'll do tequila, but I avoid it, but I'll do it. Um but yeah, mojitos, margs, both with no sugar or seltzers or shots. And oh, I really like espresso martinis, but I kind of kind of only when I make them because I can make them with less or zero sugar versus when you get them out, they're kind of crazy. So that is my answer to that. But I really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. This was fun. I feel like I got kind of deep with y'all, not going to lie. So I hope you enjoyed. I love you all so much. And I will talk to you so super soon in the next episode. Bye.